But hello, and welcome to oh, Garbage fuck. Game Club. Hello, welcome to Garbage Game Club. We're talking about Investigator and the... What is it? Investigator. Investigator. Gator. You gotta think of it like there's a hyphen in there. Investigator. Investigator. I'm excited to be talking about this game with you, Nick. I had a fun time playing this game, and I'm curious how many people in the audience did their homework, because... This game, Nick, has exactly like five reviews on Steam right now. So this is an this indie is, darling. I don't even know if I'd call it an indie darling. I would call it a deep cut. I'd call it something... This is something that I found that I wanted to play that I forced you to play so we can make a podcast about it. Why, well, why this game this is what I want to... Oh, also, hi. I'm Nick, by the way. Hey, I'm Joey. Uh, this is a podcast where we uh, assign games for homework like a book club. That's why we call it Garbage Game Club, and then we talk about games from like a... Uh, an analytical standpoint, kind of like we're doing a book report. Those yeah. things that I used to hate in school, well, now I do a podcast about them. I'm sure my fourth grade teacher would laugh at But me. it's all about games now. That's dude, what the I, cool kid. Dude, if I can be a, a school teacher and just make people do book reports on games instead of... You're the cools like, hey, welcome to literature. I'm Joey. I'm going to sit down here in class backwards, and instead of reading books, we're going to play games, man. Oh, Captain, my Joey. But I, I think that I constantly found myself asking is, why this game, Joey? Why this game? Why did you pick you know, this one? Like, out of all the list of games that have five reviews or less, what is it about Investigator that stood out to you? We actually have quite an extensive list of games that we are going to, you know, do. For, yeah. For, like, we're, 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 we've pre-produced a lot of episodes. We kind of have a rough idea of where we want to go. Yeah. We have, like, Switch games and PC games and PS4 games. But this game I threw on the list last minute and put up as a high priority because I, I found it... Um, I'm just randomly searching through YouTube, actually. And what did you search? Ruck things that I'm interested in. I have no idea how I came across it. Literally not. So you just found this game. But, but what is it about Investigator specifically? So Investigator is a Kickstarter game that is a point-and-click adventure. Yeah. Uh, that is almost in the style or in the vein of old humongous entertainment games. So humongous entertainment games... I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, what is it? So these are, these are titles that humongous entertainment used to make. Are you familiar with Putt-Putt, Pajama Sam, Spy Fox, Freddy Fish? I've heard of Pajama Sam... Have you heard about the backyard sports games like Backyard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those ones. Humongous Entertainment also made those. Okay. So they made PC games in the 90s that were definitely very kid-friendly. Okay. Um, some of them evolved into like, you know, Humongous Entertainment kept on making sports games for a long time because they made very fun sports games. But their, their point-and-click games, I'd say, have a bit of a cult following. Okay. Uh, they... The different franchises hit different age ranges. So, like, if you were really young, you'd play Freddy Fish. If you were a little bit older, you'd probably play Putt-Putt. Uh, if you were older than that, you'd play Pajama Sam. And if you were, like, maybe in elementary school, like like a mid-elementary school, you might play Spy Fox. Okay. And I, these were some of the first games I ever played and beat. Ever. Of all time. Um, the first games that I like played and never finished were like Mario games, SNES games. That's, that's, that's my first introduction to gaming. Uh-huh. But I did a lot of PC gaming as a kid because we, I was fortunate enough to have a PC in my house and have an internet connection. So we, we, we played a lot of PC games. And Hewling's Entertainment games, like they were on sale at Costco. 
Which brings back weird memories about how Costco used to have a whole CD section. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. You go through and the Costco would just have like all these racks and racks of big CDs and video games and stuff. But what I want to know is because like I would probably consider you more of a PC gamer than I ever was, especially at that age. But how was it that I was the one who was exposed to like Sierra Entertainment and uh, uh, like LucasArts uh, games like point and click adventure games like this game stood out to me as something like Sam and Max like it reminded me quite a bit of Sam and Max um, but like I think my first foray into point and click adventures was like uh, um, the King's Quest games I don't think very unforgiving very like mean spirited and so forever I always associated point and click adventure games as things that are inscrutable hard pixel hunt games that always make fun of you the entire time I don't uh, know why I never played those games. I think it's because I never had anyone. I never had someone to introduce me to games or show games to me. I didn't read a lot of games media back then. No, I had a period of time where, like, during a magazine drive or something, I signed up for Game Informer. But even then, I didn't even really read it. Yeah, you say. just looked at the pictures. I kind of just looked at the pictures. Dude, magazines were dumb. Dude, magazines are fantastic. Magazines were so dumb. <laughs> They're the best. I love them. You're gross. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I, I didn't have anyone to introduce us to me, and I think I was too young for it. Yeah. Um, when I started to play games more seriously or games in that vein, I definitely did N64 stuff first, and then I went back to PC. And when I played PC games, they were all multiplayer focused. Ah, okay. All competitive stuff. All competitive stuff, which is why I play the games I do now. Like, why I still play Counter-Strike, because I played that game when I was a fucking young child. Um, that's crazy to me. So that's the stuff that I was exposed to. It was never this point-and-click stuff. I did play a couple Sam and Max games. I think I bought them all on a Steam sale once. I probably played, like, two. <laughs> uh, I can tire a bit of point-and-click, but, like, I appreciate it every now and then because I do have such a strong nostalgia for it because I really really like Spy Fox. And I think anyone else who has those memories of being younger and playing those games will feel the same type of like nostalgia or empathy that I do about this. I really, really, really liked Spy Fox games. I think they had cool characters, cool design, cool... Um, they, they were like humorously written. They were interesting. They were parodies of like 80s spy movies. Okay. Um but it's all stuff you had never seen at that point, which I think is super interesting, too. Yeah. No, like, I, I definitely really like that. To this day, Spy Fox is, like, my login icon on my PC, like, like for Windows. Oh, is that what that is? Huh. Yeah. The, yeah. So it, it's crazy that you never play that stuff. No, yeah. I, I've just – I've seen the names mentioned on, like, random Reddit threads and, and just – One day I'll probably go back and play those games again. It's really hard to play, like, Putt-Putt and Freddy Fish and Pajama Sand because they're a little too – Childish. Childish, but I think Spy Fox holds up. Um, Dude, why not assign that as the next garbage game? Because this game is <laughs> – I'm so sorry. Oh, dead. Nick may or may not cut that out. I'm probably not. I mean, if we produce the show as well as it should be, we should cut that out. But, I mean, we're just not cutting it out of laziness. Which it's is fine. a slight. No, it's <clears> fine. We care a lot about this show. It pays our bills. Patreon.com is cyber garbage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anywho, what was I saying? Also, let's be closer to your mic. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm also sitting down for anyone who's watching the video version. I'm sure I, I'm really sorry about everything that's happening today. <laughs> um, I loved those games. And when I saw Investigator, it really reminded me of that stuff. And I heard that it was a short game, uh, which is kind of like what we're trying to do with Garbage Game Coin. Now we're doing some shorter games to try and like... Yeah, give people opportunity, like an easy barrier to entry. Yeah. And I think that this this game is a game that started as a demo 
from a game jam and then became a Patreon game. Got like $2,000 of funding. Kickstarter game. Yes, I'm sorry. Kickstarter game. I was thinking about Patreon because you can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com. <laughs> Bam! That's a plug. Um, for ourselves. Whatever. It's it's um, something that uh, started as a demo, like a game jam game, and then they got the money to build more levels and do more stuff. So it's only about a 90-minute experience. It is a point-and-click game, which we've been talking about. And it's um, comical in the sense that it's it's comical animal absurd humor, which is also something that, if you know more about me, I'm really into because I fucking love BoJack. Yeah. So It definitely I, felt like a Joey game from the get-go. Animal puns. Something about animal puns, I think I've been trained by BoJack to super appreciate them because you play Investigator. Investigator. Gator. Who is an alligator. Who is also an investigator. An investigator alligator. Funny, right? His brother, who is what you can claim as a protagonist, his name is Instigator. The antagonist. Like Insta. Shut up. Instigator. Insta, yeah. Insta, he, he who instigates. Yeah. Um, other characters that are notable in the game are Red Herring, which is a red fish. Yeah, which is very, very clever. You know. Um, Mr. Crime. Mr. Crime. What's the police chief's name? I, he's a rhino. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the whole game, though, is... is um, It's like you're playing... You're almost playing through... I think this I think this would be... This game feels like it would be really funny to me if this person took this idea and brought it into small comic books. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing that really stood out to me when I first played the game is that there's not really any playing you have to do like for the most part it's a point and click adventure i mean you're you're you're, right but it it even feels less less like a traditional point and click adventure like like say a a king's quest or even something like the walking dead It, it feels more like you're just you there are key points that you have to hit and it's like there's a point in the game where there's a puzzle like it presents like tiles that are mixed up and you just assume oh cool i'm gonna have to like rearrange these puzzle tiles but like the game just does it for you because that's part of the joke you don't you don't really play the game as much as you watch it which i think is interesting it's not a walking simulator i mean i'd say it's less interactive than a walking simulator to some extent but i don't think that's a bad thing because i think that the game like it, it, it's uh what is it shakespeare said brevity is the soul of wit like it feels witty and that wittiness never overstays its welcome because just when you're getting tired of it the game ends which is nice but but i think i would have enjoyed the game more as like a news a new grounds flash cartoon or something where i'm like this feels of that era to some extent it feel it feels more like a comic like a graphic novel to me than like a cartoon yeah i think that the i think that this ip and what they did here could legitimately be a cartoon. Yeah, absolutely. More than almost any other game that we've played for this. Like you can you can take other games that we've talked about, like Sekiro even, and adapt that to a different medium. You can you can have that be a cartoon, you can write stories for it. Yeah. But Investigator feels like it's made to be like you have a very colorful cast of characters that all have very distinct personalities that are explained visually. And humorly, humorously, and um, just through through their writing, very early on, very succinctly, you understand who everyone is. You understand what their role is. You understand what they're parodying. You understand what the joke is. It's very um, surface level, but not in a bad way. No, no, not at all. And, and I, I think that Investigator as a whole also feels like 
I witnessed someone who was able to kickstart themselves a game where they learned how to make their first game. I don't know if that's actually the case. It's probably not, especially if it was made in a game jam. But a lot of the, the elements in this game definitely feel like, oh, this is you know, this is very much like turnkey adventure game style production. And this has to happen like this because this is what the genre necessitates. It, it feels like I'm playing someone's experiment in a way that feels unlike anything else. Which is cool because it, it feels like a, like a more complete game jam game. It yeah. feels like a game jam game that was built in more than a weekend. Like they, you know, they had time to... Really flush it out and add characters, add like funny and jokes. Scenes and funny jokes. There's there's light mechanics in it. Like uh, when you're talking to people as investigator, you can say if you know they're telling the truth or if you're they're lying or if they're bluffing. Almost in like a weird kind of nod to um, L.A. Noir. Yeah, absolutely. Which you know isn't core to the gameplay. You can kind of pick all the options, just go down a dialogue tree. And even to the point where the game directly subverts itself and makes you choose all the dialogue options because none of them are right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it does have light mechanics of stuff we've seen in similar games or other, like, tropes in the genre. Um, so it, it, it's fun. It's, it's like an experiment. The game plays out in three different chapters. Yeah, three episodes. Three episodes. The first one's really short. I believe that's the one from the game jam. The other two are a little more fleshed out. And and that's the one where I kind of didn't really know what to expect because I didn't watch any trailers or anything. I just bought the game on itch, started playing it, and I when I first saw it, I was like, "Is this a kids' game or is this like a game that's trying to be clever? Like, what's going on here?" And so as soon as I load in, we meet investigator, the titular investigator, and he's uncovering a mystery. And it's a mystery of a mace that's on the floor, and it's covered in presumably blood, and he has to figure out what happened. Actually, you don't even have to do that. You just start clicking around. The game doesn't present you with an objective from the get-go. You kind of just start looking around. And that's when you learn that Investigator isn't a particularly good detective. He's a very bad detective. Like, he's gullible, uh, he believes everything that anyone tells. Oh, that's gullible. <laughs> uh, he's just incompetent. He doesn't really understand how the world works around him. Like, really just worst case scenario for being a detective. And then it gets further cemented by the fact that you follow this trail of blood, quote unquote, to this door. And then you see someone who looks like Investigator, and they introduce themselves as the Instigator, which I'm immediately like, oh, this is a Dora the Explorer situation. This is my uh, Swiper. I'm a dumb Dora. All right, I'm into this. And then it all kind of comes to fruition where you're like, no, clearly an Instigator did all of this crime. There's irrefutable evidence this guy's clearly guilty of the crime there's pictures of it all and then right the penultimate moment where he has to decide who is the who is the perpetrator of this crime and it just out of left field it was all red herring the entire time the third character just gets introduced out of nowhere and that was the first time the game just made me audibly laugh out loud because red herring is just the saddest funniest character playing the game which made me happy because even though the game isn't you know particularly well made it could be like a little buggy it doesn't look like the most beautiful thing you ever played um i think it's genuinely funny yeah it, i mean it's absurdist as you said earlier like i like that it's like okay this game isn't taking itself seriously but it's also like 
doing it in a way where I'm along for the ride and I will exhaust every conversation option. I will look at every object just to see what investigator but has to say about it. It's also not like Tim and Eric absurdist. Like these characters have like uh they 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 have meaning behind their decision making like instigator who is doing all these crimes very clearly wants to be caught and just have attention he's upset that he's not getting caught yeah he's not just a one-dimensional bad guy or a foil to to instigator he's someone who's like pay pay attention like why does no one notice that my i'm doing all this stuff so it's it's cool to see that it's not just like oh here's a good guy here's a dumb guy here's a bad guy here's like you know the comic relief like all these characters are a little bit three-dimensional which is fun yeah it feels like a developer's child came up with the concept for investigator and so the developer was then or a storyteller was then asked to like how do i populate a world with a character named investigator how do i make well-rounded characters that's my objective the thing that my child made i'm gonna flesh it out and i feel like it's this beautiful marriage between like uh like adult adult sensibility and childlike whimsy which is nice because yeah. it never feels like it's sarcastic or like I being ironic in any way. It's just or mean. No, yeah, it's just genuinely wholesome. But also, like, this is funny. Just de- like this is one of those things that you would show to a kid who would laugh at it, but also an adult who's watching because their kids watching it would also chuckle at occasionally, which is good. Like that's good writing. So like, dude, well done, person. That I think it's like a two man team. Yeah, it's a very small team. Very, very small team. So, I mean, I tweeted the developer. <laughs> oh, you did? I'm like, hey, dude, I really liked your writing. Because I did. And, I mean, so that we talked about Act 1. Act 2 um, is... Act 2 is the... You're, you're in a school because you're trying to solve... What? The kidnapping. The kidnapping. You, uh, Mr. Crime's daughter has been, quote-unquote, kidnapped. And the demands of the kidnapper is that they want a pony... And the grant is uh, written like in his daughter's handwriting. It's very obvious to the audience what's going on. And you're like, well, how's Investigator going to fuck this up? So that's fun. And then you uncover like other crimes. It's, it's great. Um, well, you, you uncover like in – like the thing that's funny I think about Investigator is he, he is the law to some extent. And he poses a very real threat to characters who have actually done crimes. Like the, the school teacher is embezzling money. And she, she's basically threatening you the entire time you're in her class, classroom investigating, like, not to open her drawer because within is a half-eaten apple and then tons of money that she kind of, like, reveals that she stole herself, which she didn't need to, which is all part of the charm. Act 3 is a, is a court case retelling of, like, investigator. It's a, it's a prison break courtroom drama and uh, very akin to Shawshank Redemption. And then it's a... Uh, part Metal Gear Solid retelling. <laughs> yeah, which is... There's also, like, a bunch of Metal Gear Solid references, which is fun. The the, the game is... It's... I, I don't want to dive too heavily, I guess, into Act 2 and 3. Because um, that, that is the meat and potatoes. Because of the it game. is the meat and potatoes. And I think that we've done enough to, like, maybe convince someone who would be interested in, like, the comedy or the, or the brevity yeah. of the game to play it without completely spoiling everything for you. Um, even though we do spoil a lot of stuff on the show, so it's a weird line to draw. But I feel like there might be some people who's like, I don't want to play this. It's like $2 and 90 minutes. I think that if anything we've said it's interesting, you should try and play it. I'm happy that I played it. It's not the best game I've ever played. It's not going to make fucking a, I mean, a it d- top 100 list anytime it, soon. It glitched out at me on the very end where Investigator turned invisible. And so I was like, 
10 minutes away from the ending, so I just stopped playing, and then I watched the rest on YouTube. Because I was like, it's fine. There was a glitch for me, too, that I was eventually able to solve, where, like, the camera was locked in a wrong position, but I was able to fix it. Ah, nice. So, like, Wait, was it in the, in the, the room at the end of the game? Where you have to go upstairs and downstairs? Yeah, Yeah, that's where it freaked out on me, too. Yeah, I I fixed that. I tried to, I was like, okay, I just have to walk, but I I was like, nah, I don't want, it's fine. So, like, the the game, I I feel like the game sells itself on its humor and its writing Mm -hmm. and, like, a little bit of nostalgia. I I think that there's a a fun idea there. Like I said, it could be, like, a cartoon or a comic book. Yeah, and it seems like there are potential plans to make something like a, an investigator returns to some extent like there's definitely like lines drawn where he's like hey yeah i'd like to make another game and then they're like no we're not making another game we're not making another game like that's a a through line that comes back multiple times throughout the game which is fun um but but real quick i, I do I like ask the guy if he ever thought about making a tv show oh yeah that'd be good did you did he respond to you yeah what'd he say he's like thank you oh nice yeah but like i should slip in his dms and be like Hey, I'm a television producer. <laughs> you want to make TV? You want investigator to be a star? But but genuinely though, the game is made by someone who likes games. Like they not only egg uh, Metal Gear Solid, but they also like take deliberate jabs at it. Where it's like you know the tactical espionage action genre really is bloated nowadays. It's like all the stuff that you just said. Really, like, if you just delivered over the course of 60 hours, you could really string people along for that entire time. And really, all you did was just boil it down in these past five seconds. And I was just like, oh, wow. That was a decidedly pointed jab at Metal Gear Solid, which is very funny. Yeah, especially Metal Gear Solid because <laughs> there's more Metal Gear Solid jokes later. Oh, yeah. No, there's, no, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> so, like... Investigator is something that I'm happy that we played for the show. I feel like it's a good use of the podcast, especially, you know, I, maybe, you know, we're kind of also tastemakers, Nick, so we can show people things that, like, we're into mm-hmm. to a degree because I say that, but I also don't want to play some of the shit that you're probably going to want me to play. So, like, I don't really want to go home and play uh, Fire Emblem, but. But that's what the kids like nowadays. No! The kids love They're their. All wrong. They love their anime. They love their soldiers, and they love fighting. They love all that. Investigator should be a cartoon. Investigator should be a cartoon. I think it's it feels that is the appropriate medium like for a kids' cartoon. That would be on. It'd be something like you know your your uh, your Steven Universes, your OK KO or whatever. KO, okay, KO. I don't know what that. Is. Yeah, you know the one though. I know what you're talking about. But it feels like very much like that word. There's something for kids, but there's also a lot there for adults, in some pretty interesting ways. Yeah. Please support this developer. Yeah, <laughs> it's two dollars. It's dirt cheap. Just buy the game. I'm sure that they would be pretty stoked about it. Yeah. Um. Man, what else? What else? Um. Well, I I didn't write like a rundown for this show. I just kind of want to talk about this game for a bit, man. And now I'm. It's, I mean, I feel like we, we covered all there is to cover without diving too deep into spoilers. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's short. Like, I, the part of the charm is the mystery. Like, this isn't a game that you'll go back to and play for, for the lulls. Like, you'll get one sitting of enjoyment out of it, and then you're good. And I think that's totally fine. Like, it, I like games like that. If I could make something that someone played once or just enjoyed once and that was it, I'd be extremely happy. Like, well done. Well done to that to that team. 
There's even there's even a, a collectible bonus Easter egg at the very end of the game. If you collect all of the elves or elves. Elves. Yeah, you collect all one. you collect all of the elves. I don't know what happens. Oh no I, you uh you get a, a access to a developer room and so there you can look at like concept art for the game, all the people who kickstarted the game, and then um there's like they showed investigator from the trailer of the Kickstarter with a gun, but they're like this will never be used in the game, but we just thought it looked cool. <laughs> like, it, it's, that, it's that kind of humor, which is nice. And then there's also, they recorded a, a David Hayter saying a line as, like, I think Investigator, as the narrator of Investigator. So, like, they actually have Solid Snake saying Investigator stuff, which is pretty this fun. This guy loves Metal Gear. He loves Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and loves Kojima. Um, but but I think that does it for Investigator. I think that does it for Investigator. I'm, I again, you know, I don't want to like a broken record. I feel like we've peered off a little bit, but I think you should th- toss two dollars if any of this sounds interesting. If you haven't played it yet, if you have played it yet, I'd love to hear in the Patreon comments what you liked about the game, um, or just like you know maybe in an iTunes review because that's all stuff you can do now because you can get this podcast forever. If you want to support us, patreoncom cybergarbage. Um, we do this podcast. We do another one called Joey Hates Movies. We do a weekly Twitch show called Weekly Scoop. So it's uh you know there's there's a lot of ways to hang out with us. Thank you for being here. But before we go, we should assign homework for next time. What is the next game, Joseph? Oh, the next game is a game that wasn't initially on my radar until it came out, and people around me who I cared about were playing it a lot. And then it won some awards, and then I'm like. Uh, I should probably play this game, but I haven't yet. And then I felt guilty about playing it, but I didn't feel guilty about playing it. So eventually I just sat down. And I'm like, man, we just decided for homework and forced myself to play it because it's so critically acclaimed. And so many people I know like it. And it's so. also very free right now on the Epic Game Store. It's also very free right now. So if you want to wait f- to play it. it's just- Literally, you can download it for free right now. From the Epic Game Store. So if you don't know what we're talking about yet, the game is Celeste, the 2018 darling. Platformer indie darling. From uh, on Nintendo Switch. It's on Nintendo Switch, PC. I think it's on everything, actually. It is on everything now. It is something that I very much look forward to forcing myself to play. My hands already hurt thinking about it. Yeah. Nick played the whole game and I haven't yet, so this is one of this is a uh, the reverse of what I've made Nick do many times. Just play a game that I've already played. But now you have literally no excuse. The game is for free on the Epic Game Store. Do if, your homework. Even if you don't have a gaming PC, the game runs on a potato, so you'll be fine. Just play it. <laughs>